The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Not on Facebook Live yet, but that's because, again, we're trying to figure this all out uh, amongst ourselves and, and with JP's help. So we're getting there. We are efforting to get on Facebook Live. So if you're listening on WKOM, thank you. If you're on the website or if you're on uh, WKOM FrontPortsRadioTN.com, uh, wherever you are listening, we appreciate you guys joining us this this morning. Um, we will be on Facebook Live as, as be we patient. get better. And, and smarter um, as the week progresses. Ah, uh, man. How was your weekend, Mo? Wet. <laughs> Yours and everyone else's. Yeah, Saturday was um, interesting, to say the least. Unfortunately, there were some. Um, there was one specific event that did not get to come off um, in its entirety on Saturday because of the weather. Uh, there was another that I did attend, but. You know, it was typical spring Saturday in Middle Tennessee. Yeah, I was supposed to be part of a couple of big events on Saturday. I was supposed to be at uh, Donaldson, up in Donaldson, for opening day ceremonies for Little League. And obviously those ceremonies were cut short or actually cut completely. Um, Cut out. (laughs) Yeah, they were cut out, unfortunately. Also, the Easter Bunny made its way to Vintage 615 in Spring Hill, and I was to uh, provide the musical entertainment for that event. Uh, unfortunately, because of the rain, uh, I was not allowed to do that because nobody was going to be outside. So Easter Bunny doesn't come out in the rain. Uh, well, he was there. He just was inside, and it wasn't you know nearly as festive as it could have been. Uh, due to the rain. So I just went to the old parents' house. And, and, intru- and introduced them to Charlie, huh? Yeah, brought Charlie down and took took uh, took her to see the, the grandparents and the uncles and the cousins and literally everybody else. Uh, so that was fun. And then drove an hour and a half to Jacksonville on Sunday to watch a debacle of a football game uh, as Austin <laughs> P. Uh, dominated defensively against Jacksonville State um, and offensively did just enough to get a win. Um, so congrats to the governors on a big win over previously number seven ranked JSU. I can't imagine they'll still be number seven when the day's over. Uh, so Rankings come out today, right? Yeah, they'll come out today. And with the 16-team playoff being pared down, I, I mean, obviously OVC gets an automatic bid, but – I think JSU's got to win the conference now. I don't think you get an at-large at this point. Not out of the OVC, I don't think. I mean, they, they've they gotten at-larges the last two years, but 
and without winning the conference. I just don't think this year is going to be a year with just 16 teams. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's my so, point. Yeah. Uh, e- even with North Dakota State having three losses and stinking. <laughs> so, I mean, JSU is the only team to have beaten an FBS team. The only FCS team to have beaten an FBS team. Now, granted, it was FAU, and we should probably mention something that connects with that. But uh, as now, Howard said, now, we, that's <clears throat> there's that. I told you there was something that had taken place that we needed to make reference to today, and, and I couldn't it. remember what it was. That was it? That was it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we, we will certainly – Mention uh, a little bit more about that, but yes, uh, it was it was a tough weekend for me. Now, as far as far going back to JSU's FBS win, is fall play being considered in the rankings? Yes. Okay. Um. So yes, they will. In fact. take into account all of the fall football games. So is that being reflected in their records then as yes, well? They are. Jacksonville state is currently seven and two. You, when you said that, that really kind of threw me off, but I didn't, I didn't go back to it when we were talking about it off air before the show. Yeah. So Jacksonville state is seven and two. They're seven and two overall this season. That's correct. That's trash can juice. This whole spring season is bothersome to me and I understand why we're doing it and everything but and I know that you are in favor of FCS kind of creating a niche for themselves by playing in the spring I don't like it I don't think it's a good idea but you know I'm that old man get off my yard kind of guy so you know we'll see what happens with it well my point in the whole situation is they are by themselves in May, in April. I'm sorry, in April during mm-hmm. the playoffs. After March Madness is over, it'll be them in college baseball slash softball. In That's, terms of college athletics. In terms of television college athletics. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, it gives them. If they're being televised. Now, well, most of them are not, and that's the problem this year. Mm hmm. But going forward, it certainly creates an opportunity for them to uh, to make some money on the broadcast side. And it also gives, I mean, again, live sports are never a bad thing. Yeah. Live sports, especially football, it rules the country. And, and I think it would just create a, a bigger fan base. It's just to me, like, like we were talking to Joe Corey, I think it was on Thursday last week, you know, the, the FCS – draft eligible kids you know how does playing in the spring impact their ability to get ready to pursue professional opportunities i think they're just so few and far between i mean you're talking, are they you're talking about two percent of fcs players who are drafted two percent of the draft really I mean, outside. okay, and that's fantastic unless you're in that two percent. Well, then you don't play that senior year if you don't want to, or you can, you can opt out. It doesn't matter. My point is, I mean, this is going to be done. The season will be done before the draft this year. 
any, but, and any while the year. Season, the season will be done before the draft, but the season isn't done before pro days, and it's done, not done before combines. Oh, yeah, because they're always at the pro days and the combines, all those FCS kids. I know that the TSU kids typically go to Vandy's pro day. So, I mean, that that's the issue here is it, it doesn't really make sense. Um, again, the best way to uh, to up your draft stock is to play well in football games. You can run 4-3 all day long, but if you can't catch, it doesn't matter. And yet, and yet they keep having them. <laughs> I'm just, well, yeah, because because why not? You have nothing better to do. Because it's one more opportunity for you to expose to be exposed <laughs> in in both cases, either either positively or negatively. It's another opportunity for you to be exposed. And there's been six opportunities this spring for Jacksonville State kids to be exposed, and one of them was yesterday. And they were <laughs> very much so. So that's it, uh, six is be better than one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and these co- again, guess what? Pro scouts have ESPN Plus. Guess what they can do? They can go watch them on demand. Because guess who else? Guess who they're not watching on demand right now? USC, Alabama, yeah, that's, Tennessee. That's because they got ten opportunities to see them in the fall. That's right, and they got four for Jacksonville State in the fall. Six in the spring, and they have nothing better to do other than watch pro day films, senior bowl. You 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 like Zion Webb from Jacksonville State? Go watch his game on demand. You can watch the film, and you're not being distracted by FBS bigger names. Other you know, if you want to see an FCS kid, it's a lot easier to manage that time now than it was before. That's just. There are a lot of a lot of ways that we could go there. Uh, we are on Facebook Live now. Hey, welcome in to our friends on Facebook. I, I don't, I don't know if we got we got a few we got a few folks already on. So appreciate you guys listening again. Uh, we are trying to get some things situated this morning as JP is taking over a new show on WKRM, our sister station, one hundred three point seven, and we are. Doing things ourselves. Uh, hey, there it is. That was a pull to Mo. Uh, <laughs> hey, better you than me. <laughs> and we welcome in Coach Mike to the show. So, ah, well, Mo, I guess we should probably we tell folks what we got going on today. What do we have going on today? So well, in segment two, mm-hmm. we get to talk to former Lawrence County basketball coach uh, Shane Clark who joins us in the next segment on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. That's going to be a lot of fun. I uh, get a chance to talk to him about uh, this, his decision to step away from coaching boys basketball down in Lawrenceburg. Uh, we'll talk about uh, some games that happened on Friday and over the weekend and what their implications are for uh, local high schools and local JUCOs. Uh, obviously, in segment Four in the second hour, we'll talk to Chip Walters. We'll talk NCAA hoops, and we got to talk about the Preds because they're winning. Who are who? Who are they? <laughs> who is this team that uh, has shown up the last seven or eight games? That's that's what we'll talk about. So, plenty of stuff to uh, to get to 
in this uh, in this show. Really excited about it. Thank you guys for hanging out with us here on uh, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Now let's uh, let's get to our first break. Right after we give you the Monday rundown. This is your Monday Rundown, brought to you by our friends over at Zion Christian Academy. Uh, As a product of a private Christian school, I can tell you that uh, it's certainly an experience and one that maybe you would like your kids to be a part of. So if you do, it's real simple. Just go to uh, ZCAEagles.org. Let them know that you would like to, uh, to take a visit. That's all you have to do. Just take a visit. See what they see what they say. See what you think. And uh, if you like it, they'd love to have you. And so we appreciate them for supporting our coverage of local high school athletics. Uh, Zion Christian Academy, the sponsor of the Monday Rundown. In baseball action on Friday, Columbia, I'm sorry, Coffee County defeated Murfreesboro Central. 7-6. Rockvale defeated Columbia Central 7-6. Shelbyville 9. Clarksville Northeast 3. Fairview defeated Cheatham County 13-7. And Fayetteville 22. Hampshire 6. Independence was an 11-10 winner over Rossview and Forest Edge Lewis County 4-3. Lawrence County fell to Page 6-4 while Spring Hill fell against Clarksville 12-11. Summit got a big win 11-5 over Nolensville. Columbia Academy 10-run Nashville Christian 11-1, and Zion Christian a 5-4 winner over Mount Pleasant. Kavar's tears with two home runs in that 11-1 victory, by the way. Yes, he (laughs) In softball action on Friday, it was Coffee County 3, Florence, Alabama 2. Columbia Central defeated Richland 6-1. It was Cornersville 16, Santa Fe 1. Lawrence County with an 8-triple-A win over Shelbyville 8-1, and Mount Pleasant Outslug Fayetteville 15-14. Brentwood edged Spring Hill 3-2. Summertown got a pair of 8-0 wins over Stewart's Creek and Blackman. And Columbia Academy an 18-5 winner over Grace Christian. In boys soccer action, Summit fell to Page 1-0. Saturday, junior college basketball action. Columbia State's men went to Gallatin and won 74-55 over Vol State. In Sunday baseball action, Columbia State swept Southwest Tennessee 17-3 and 11-3. All right, today's schedule, we'll probably get to get some games in today as long as they're not as long as the fields aren't underwater still and some of them are. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Zion Christian travels to Franklin Road Academy in baseball action. That begins at 4:30. Mount Pleasant is at Cullioca at 5. Also at 5 is Richland at Cornersville, Santa Fe Hampshire or Santa Fe at Hampshire, Summertown at Perry County. At 6.30, all these are 6.30 starts. Collinwood plays at Loretto in a District 12A matchup. In Division 2A, District 3, Columbia Academy travels to Christ Presbyterian Academy. Independence is at Centennial in a District 11 AAA matchup, as is Spring Hill at Ravenwood and Summit at Brentwood. All of those 6.30 starts. In softball action, it's Cullioca traveling to Lewis County with first pitch at 5 p.m. Lincoln County is at Columbia Central at 5. Uh, also at 5 is Perry County host Mount Pleasant. At 5.30, Loretto travels down to Mars Hill Christian. Uh, also at 5.30, Spring Hill travels down to Lawrenceburg to take on Lawrence County. And Columbia Academy is at the Gulf Coast Classic in Gulf Shores, Alabama today. So they'll, be, they'll, they'll play three or four today. And we're very jealous. Yes, we are. 
And that is your Monday Rundown, brought to you by our friends at Zion Christian Academy on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to Shane Clark, uh, former Lawrence County boys basketball coach on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stay tuned. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, Coach Mike with you here. Uh, if you are watching on Facebook Live, you will probably just see us the whole time, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, I, I, think I'm, I think I messed up. I should have a... Uh, yeah, there we go. That's, that's me. I, I'm trying to figure this stuff out here. All right, so we're going to do this. We're going to make me A and you B, because the way we look at it... it I had it. I had it the other way, and oh, like we were back looking, to back, <laughs> looking away from each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that doesn't work. Oh man, ah, uh, we're all learning this morning. It's okay. I hope. T- hashtag TIL. Yes, today, today I learned. I learned. Yes, sir. All right, we are again live on Facebook and on uh, WKOM, as well as our website sm-tnsports.com. We appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, this morning. Now on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, we're going to bring in our guest Shane Clark, who uh, is former Lawrence County Boys basketball coach as of last week, and uh, really excited to talk to him about his career and uh, his decision to step away. So, welcome in, Coach Clark, and thanks for joining us. Hey guys, thanks, thanks for having me. And it it sounds weird saying former, but <laughs> isn't it? Uh, yeah, it, it is. It's been uh, it, it's been kind of a whirlwind week, and uh, this weekend I was going through some of my stuff in my office, and you know it's bittersweet, uh, but you know God's blessed me with a a great career here, and been able being able to come back home, you know, and 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 spend the last twenty four years here, but twenty coaching, and uh, that that's just been a that's been a real blessing. But uh, just looking back this weekend and. And my daughter's going in. My oldest daughter's going into coaching, and so I've given her. So I gave her my two whistles, and gave her my clipboard, and gave her some of my notes, and you know that that kind of thing is, I guess, uh, there again, kind of bittersweet. You know, it's it's one of those things that 
uh, tough in ways, but it, it's a very difficult, probably the most difficult decision I've ever made, but uh, I, I feel like it's uh, the, the best one. Shane, when, when you when you give your daughter your whistles and your clipboard and that kind of thing, it's kind of like when the kids move out of the house and you turn their bedroom into a study. I mean, that, that pretty much there's no turning back at that point. I mean, um, are you done with this? Done? Yes, I feel I feel like I am, and I, I don't. You know, I'm not sure where God's going to lead me, and you know what what doors. But this is my 30th year in this business, uh, coach high school basketball for 26. You know, for years, my dad and I would would take VHS tapes and then DVD tapes over and meet district coaches at the interstate, swap film, and I know the local state troopers thought we were dealing drugs. <laughs> We twice a week we would show up at the interstate and exchange packages with somebody, but uh, you know that's one of those things that it's just uh, I've uh, you know it's been a good run and I I won't say I won't ever do it again, but I'm pretty close to saying I won't ever do it again. I'm looking forward to uh, you know that, like I said it's my 30th year. I've got six years left in in Tennessee, God willing, and we'll we'll see from there, but. Um, uh, th- this was one of those where, you know, I've, I've thought about it a lot. Uh, had a lot of prayer with it. I've got, uh, you know, made a lot of lifelong friends and, you know, got uh, uh, over 60 former players that I've, I've been able to see graduate, um, playing, playing four years here and, you know, had kids start out on a little drop-down goal when they were in first and second grade at individual camp, and now they're uh, graduated and marrying and got kids. And, uh, you know, I'm starting to coach kids or kids I coach. So uh, that's I, I feel like that's a, a compliment uh, as far as just longevity is hard to have in this business. So uh, I, I'm, I appreciate Lawrence County allowing me to have longevity. Why now specifically, Shane? Well, it, probably a combination of reasons. Uh, nothing to do with the kids. Nothing to do with uh, the school and, and the support. I've had great support. I, you know, I hear I've always heard coaches tell horror stories about things they dealt with with their school and with parents and with kids. And um, you know, I remember one of my good friends in the business used to tell me he said Shane I'm not even going to tell you some of the things I've had to deal with because y'all just wouldn't deal with it and so I've been blessed in that regard and uh, you know but Daddy Mick you know some of my mentors Daddy Mick my dad passing last year definitely had an impact on my decision you know I, I was coming back from Knoxville from watching my oldest play uh, when when Lipscomb played at, at UT this year and I was on my way back we had to practice early that morning so I could make it to Knoxville and I was on the way back by myself because my dad had always made those trips with me and I was on the way back and I and we had a game the next day I think we were going to Tullahoma the next day and you know I just came home and told my wife I said I'm, just, I'm tired uh and, and maybe, you know, I think more mentally than physically, but just uh, it's it's just uh, it's just one of those things. And uh, you know, I've, fortunately, you know, we've got we got just such a great uh, great school here that 
they're they're great to me. They they're let me stay on as long as I want to stay on. I think and teach and and you never know. You know, uh, a different door may open uh, open up and may involve basketball and may not. Uh, you know, right now it's uh, I'm enjoying watching basketball, enjoying watching the NCAA tournament, and uh, looking forward to you know watching my youngest uh, play the rest of high school and. Uh, that that's you know and then my oldest looking forward to watching her start coaching she's got a graduate assistant job lined up with Trebekah next year hopefully if that works out and so uh, looking forward to watching that and uh, you know it's kind of passing the torch so to speak. Speaking with uh, former Lawrence County boys basketball coach Shane Clark on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Coach you know over the years and, and being able to coach at uh, at Lawrence County for you as an as an alum you know how does that um, how does that feel to be able to kind of go out on your terms at a, at a place that you feel so deeply uh, care you know you care so deeply for this week I've just been overwhelmed with all the former players, parents. I've had people stop by my house that I hadn't seen in, you know, years. Uh, just the, just, it's, 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 I've just been in awe with, with everything that, you know, and it's all been positive. Uh, I guess anything negative, people just kept to themselves, but everything, I mean, it's been so positive and uh, that's just, it's just been a, it was a blessing to be able to come back here, and it's it's been even more of a blessing to be able to stay this long. And you know, this program is uh, you know like a child to me, and always will be. And uh, I want to see the best for it. And I think it's where when you get to the point that you're tired enough that you're just kind of thinking you're you're kind of having to talk yourself into going to the gym. Um, just because you're you're just mentally tired, nothing to do with the kids. The kids are great. Support is great. And that that has never that that hasn't changed. Has coaching changed? Absolutely. You know, I tell the kids. I say when I started this in 1991 in Alabama, uh, yeah, and even when I came here, I came here in '97. Uh, we didn't have cell phones. I never had a cell phone. Still didn't use the internet. I'm not sure the internet. We had the internet then, but uh, if we did, I didn't know about it. And so, it's just things have have changed over time. But as far as this being, you know, uh, where I want to be, I mean, I love Lawrence County High School, and and it's been great to me, and and it's been, uh, you know, it's been great to me throughout, thick and thin, good or bad. Shane, as as school officials get set to turn the page, um, how involved would you expect to be in the process to um, identify your successor, or how how involved would you want to be, or is that anything that you and principal slash girls basketball coach Brian Porter have discussed, or where where are y'all as far as that goes? I, th- I think they want me to be involved, and I, I don't want to over. You know, I don't want to be more involved than a, they than they want or, or need me to be. But I, 
I definitely want to be involved in it because, like I said, this is, I look at this as my baby and uh, uh, not that I started it, but I, I, I've spent a good portion of my life with it and through, you know, as a player and then as a coach. And so I'm definitely vested and they know that and they, they know that, uh, you know, Coach Porter and uh, Coach Calvert and, and Mr. Atkins, you know, they all know that I want to be involved in helping. It. And of course, you know, I want to see what I want to see what's best for Lawrence County basketball. I definitely don't want anyone to come in and people be saying, "Yeah, I wish we had Clark back. This guy's even worse than him." I don't want that. <laughs> uh, you know, I want this program to flourish. We're going to uh, three. Uh, class three out of four, which needed to happen years ago. And, um, you know, that's something that we've been wanting to happen for decades. And, uh, you know, it's finally happened. And, you know, I've even had people say, well, you're just now getting, you know, going to 3A, getting away from Murfreesboro. You know, why now? And, you know, my, my thing is I, I'm not – I don't ever want to stay in it because I think we're going to have a good year, uh, you know, or a better year. I mean, I, I want the best what's for, you know, I want the best for the program. I want them to be more successful than ever. You know, we were fortunate to make Substate three times. We never got over that hump and made it to state, but Substate was a major accomplishment for us. Um, you know, winning district championships uh, were were a major accomplishment for us and, um, you know, those things were great, but I still want Lawrence County boys to get back to state tournament like we did before all the classifications that we've, that we've, that we've had since the mid seventies. And so, you know, that's something I still want to see. And if we do, I'll look at that as that I had a part in that, even though not on the sidelines necessarily, but, um, you know, a part in building that program to where we, we get to that point. Speaking um, of, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Shane. No, no, that, 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 I just, the success of the program, I want that to continue. And I don't ever want, I don't ever want the program to, to fall off. We're speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Shane Clark, former Lawrence County boys basketball coach, who, as he mentioned, during his two stints at his alma mater, Five district championships, 17 region tournament appearances, nine region tournament victories, and three sectional slash sub-state berths. Uh, Lawrence County will be in the revamped District 8 AAA as basketball and baseball and softball go to four classes next year. They'll be in District 8 AAA along with Lincoln County and Tullahoma from the current 8 AAA joined by Marshall County Page and Spring Hill. And while it won't be what a lot of folks have gotten used to, still looks to be highly competitive with um, Page and Spring Hill coming out of 11 AAA and Marshall County from, I think, from um, 12 AA. So it's going to be a nice little league there, Shane. It is, and, and – uh... You know, I, I've never seen that because as a player, you know, the only difference in our district that in, in the past here was that when I was a player, we had Giles County in it with us. So we had eight teams, and that's the only difference than what I've seen as a coach. But, you know, the region, 
we're getting away from Murfreesboro, but what I'm going to stress to the new coach and anybody else that's interested is that it's still going to be a region that you're going to have to be ready to play. Uh, and you're going to have to play your best basketball in tournament time. You know, something that we've been fortunate enough to make a living on uh, several years. Uh, and, you know, because you've you got White County, you got Upperman, uh, you got Stone Memorial, uh, Macon County. You, you've got a region when you get out of the district. If you can get out of the district, you got a region that's still going to be tough. Um, and so, you know, I don't want I don't want the next guy or the kids or anybody associated with the school or the program to think, oh, hey, we're away from Murfreesboro, so all we got to do now is show up uh, because it's still going to be very competitive and very challenging to get where we want to get. Yeah, Upper Manhattan was a state tournament participant this year. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a difficult road to that level, and I'm sure that you will be rooting for the Wildcats to to get over that hump. Absolutely. And, uh, we, uh, we, we, uh, we, we certainly will be too. Um, we appreciate your time this morning, coach. And thank you. Thank you for taking some time this morning and, uh, enjoy retirement and have a, have as much fun as you can with, uh, you know, supporting your girls. Absolutely. I appreciate it. And you just uh, tell JP, I got to, you know, I, I'm, I think people think I'm completely going to the house. And, uh, you know, I I think people think I'm just deciding whether or not I'm going to be able to stay awake for the 10 o'clock news or if I'm going to have to watch the 6 o'clock news every night. Um, you know, and that's, that's not true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be busy doing something. So uh, just tell JP to keep that, uh, keep that coffee warm. <laughs> well, well, Coach, one thing before we let you go, um, we were hoping to get you on our show on Friday, and we had to push back to today because um, you had a pressing engagement around this time on Friday. So how did that observation, that classroom observation, go Friday morning? Well, it, 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 it wasn't my best performance. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> but the administration was uh, gracious to me and, uh, you know, gave me, gave me another passing grade. So I'll, I'll take it. I, I, you know, and I got a picture out. I kept a picture that I was going to show old Mo Patton. I was going to show him. Uh, I've got a picture of the scoreboard when we won the last district championship at, uh, uh, the, the old gym at Columbia. And then I got a picture of the scoreboard when we won the first one at the new one. <laughs> That's good. So, your your uh, second home, huh? Sort of like, um, yeah, I guess. sort of like Jeff Fisher and, and, and the Titans down to Jacksonville, huh? That's it. That's it. I was going to, I was going to, I was going to rub that in. I didn't have many chances to rub it in with, uh, uh anybody, you know, with Columbia, but I was going to rub those two. I was going to show those two pictures off if we were in person. We'll, we'll oh, look forward right. to seeing those. Hey, Shane, we appreciate your time, man, and um, I'm sure we'll run across each other at some point. Yes, sir. Hey, I appreciate y'all. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. That's Shane Clark on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 
We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will talk um, a little bit about Friday's results and some happenings from over the weekend, even though they didn't, uh, only half the things happened. Some but, things happened. Some, some things happened, yeah. some didn't. We'll get back to all of those uh, when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. It's uh, a beautiful Monday, and I mean a beautiful Monday. Uh, as you can't see, because we don't have our front porch cam yet, but it's coming. Well, you can kind of see over your yeah, left shoulder. It's a little though. bright, though. Yeah. You yeah. can't you can't tell that the sky is perfectly blue with no clouds. Um, you also can't see the. I don't know what this AT and T truck is doing, but it's been doing it all week. But it looks what it looks like is it looks like it's pumping sewage. But my assumption is that it's since it's AT and T, I guess they're. Laying some sort of wires or cables. Cable, um, cable is my guess. My uh, guess is they're not pumping sewage. But that's what it looks like. They've got like the little hose coming mm-hmm. out of the manhole, and it looks like somebody who you know when you when you get your septic yeah, tank. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, I don't think that's out. what they're doing. No, I don't think so either. I, I mean, Although AT and picked up Directv, maybe they're picking up uh, you know sewage companies now. Well, I don't I mean, know. <laughs> Given given the issues that I've had with AT and T, they might as well be pumping sewage. But so basically, what you're telling me is, uh, yeah, that there's crap involved. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions. <laughs> oh man! Uh, in case you guys were wondering, West Seventh still isn't complete. It's it's, it's spring of 2021 now, uh, and it was supposed to be fall of 2020. Fall. <laughs> we, we have we have just just buzzed right through that (laughs) and you know it's Uh, looking like maybe fall of 2021 maybe it'll be a fall (laughs) i doubt it yeah i don't know i when it's done though i'll be happy it's like you're talking about 440 man you know it 
It yeah, once worth, it got done, it was worth the wait. Yeah, and it wasn't a bit a long wait. Four forty was done pretty quick, Ooh. but that was because they were able to get it done during the pandemic when nobody was driving. Right, but which, it was just wild. Which, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Anyway, doesn't make sense, but whatever. No. Let's who, talk. Who are we and what do we know? Yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, some some stuff that happened over the weekend. You went out to Mount Pleasant on Saturday, despite well, actually, I did not go. Oh, you didn't. Oh, I did Rob not did. Go. Yeah, because why yeah. would you? Because it was coming down a flood, and we have a photographer there. So. Yeah, and and you know, fortunately, kudos to Eric Hughes, athletics director out at Mount Pleasant, who um, texted me at I think about eight forty six on Saturday morning, said, "Listen, telling me the obvious." <laughs> Listen, we're 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 not going to be playing baseball today. But yeah, but the, we are. We are still going to have festivities. We we are going forth with the ceremony to dedicate the baseball field, and that was less obvious because you don't necessarily expect that they would continue with the ceremonies if they're not playing the game. Yeah, well, they did. Um, they had a nice reception for. Eddie Bassham, and then they um, they adjourned into the theater for the um, ceremony to dedicate the field in his honor. And we've got some photos courtesy of ace photographer Rob Fleming up on the website at sm-tnsports.com um, kind of commemorating the um, – the naming of the field for long-time Mount, long-time Mount Pleasant baseball coach Eddie Bassham. So um, be sure and check that out. Um, number of dignitaries spoke, including Murray County Public Schools Athletics Director Chris Pointer and um, recognized Coach Bassham's accomplishments and what he's meant to that program out there since his initial hiring in 1976 and and two others that followed. The man's retired three times. <laughs> well, Shane Clark's only one behind him. There you go. <laughs> Playing catch up, huh? Yeah. Um, and, and that was – we also have an article up on Coach Bassham on the website, and that was part of the – hang up for this recognition because apparently Murray County Public Schools guidelines for naming facilities after someone that's been involved in the school system require that they be retired for a minimum of five years. He's never been retired for five years. And um, a group was able to prevail upon the school board to waive that guideline back in the spring in order for him to be recognized and and Wayne Lindsay who is a member of the school board kind of said that you know we would like to be able to do this when he can actually enjoy it and you don't want to sound morbid or anything but that's the reality of it I mean Eddie Bassham seven years old and at uh, 70 years old seven he's accomplished a lot in a short time 70 yeah he's 70 years old and you know it's it's just nice to be able to recognize him while he's here while uh, while his family is here you know Brandon Bassham who again we had on the show last week um his coach at Eagleville Eagleville was supposed to play in the game Saturday afternoon that got washed out but for he and his family to be able to you know and enjoy and and appreciate all of the nice things that are being said about him and them is 
I think that was very important to the Mount Pleasant community to be able to show their appreciation to Coach Bassham. So tell me this, mm-hmm. and and I know that I, I I tell you. So did they waive that just for him, or is it no longer a board policy? I feel like they waived that just for him. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't because know because I feel like that's probably a exception that you're just not going to run into you know on a regular a basis sure yeah so. all right so uh speaking of mount pleasant baseball uh, there we told you about some of the scores but i wanted to go over this one real quick zion christian uh defeated mount pleasant on friday i uh, just wanted to give a quick shout out to luke perko who uh had a three rbi basis clearing double in that one um Went one for three on the day. Dylan Runyon's had a couple hits as well. Uh, so Big win for the Eagles. Yeah. Um, I wish I could tell you because yeah, I, I don't have their roster in front of me, but uh, Kaiser, the Kaiser kid from Zion. Jaron. Jaron. Uh, he, um, he pitched. He pitched, got the win, five hits, four runs, only one of them earned. Uh, and this is a Mount Pleasant team that's been scoring some runs. I mean, they um they defeated McEwen earlier this week, I think eleven eight and thirteen yeah. three. So, you know, for for Kaiser to to hold them to four runs on Friday, pretty big performance there, no doubt. Um, and also as you mentioned earlier, a couple bombs from Kavar's tears gives him four for the year, and that dude. He just absolutely jumps on pitches. It's insane. Yeah, it'll be interesting. This week they've got um they go to Christ Presbyterian Academy today. They play at home against CPA tomorrow and maybe their toughest test to this point. Yeah, and I think that's uh that that's one reason that I'm heading out there today is because <laughs> this will be a very big region three matchup. So. No doubt. All right, uh, we will have full coverage from some games tonight on sm-tnsports.com. Don't forget, uh, you can always find the most updated and consistent high school sports coverage on sm-tnsports.com. Follow us on Twitter at sm-tnsports. Instagram as well at sm-tnsports. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, For those of you watching on Facebook, we appreciate you. We will... Continue the show on the other side of the hour as we talk to Voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. We'll talk NCAA hoops, get some reactions, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Nashville Predators all in the second hour coming up on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. We'll be right back. <laughs> 